this 20th Sunday in Ordinary Time, we pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Jesus said to his disciples, I have come to set the earth on fire, and how I wish it were already blazing. There is a baptism with which I must be baptized, and how great is my anguish until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to establish peace on the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, a household of five will be divided, three against two and two against three. A father will be divided against his son, and a son against his father, a mother against her daughter, and a daughter against her mother, a mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. The Gospel of the Lord. Where to begin when the words of Jesus are so difficult? Where to begin when we are so used to hearing Jesus speak of peace and when we all need peace within ourselves, in our families and in society? Who wants war and division? Only those who think that crushing others is the way to peace, or delusion and illusion. Yet today Jesus, on his way to Jerusalem, where he will lay down his life for all, where he will be mistreated out of hatred for the truth, tells us that he came to bring fire into the world, but that it will be a fire that will divide, that will inevitably produce division. Before we think and pray with what Jesus says today, let us think about what we live today. Let us think about our families, our jobs, the world in which we live, the environment in which we move. Is it not true that many times our families are divided or at odds with each other because of faith and in the end because of Jesus himself who gave us faith? Let's not yet make evaluations, that is to say, let us not judge whether it is right or wrong. But let us accept the fact that it is simply it simply happens, whether we like it or not. Everyone will have something to think about. We'll have plenty of food for thought. We have to acknowledge that, with a few small exceptions, in our families there are those who seek to love Jesus and those who are indifferent, those who accept us for what we are and want to be and those who reject us precisely for what we are and want to be. There are those who accompany us in our desire to serve Jesus and the Church more, and those who mock us for being close to Him and to the Church. We could say that we have a bit of everything, a bit of everything. Those who believe and those who don't, those who believe in their own way, and those who believe as Jesus wants, those who think they are superior because they believe, and those who boast that they don't believe. At the same time, that's strange, because everything is tolerated today, 
but that's as far as it goes. We tolerate what we want to tolerate. We tolerate what is convenient so as not to bring out the truth. The world is a bit crazy. In today's world, where supposedly everything is fine if it makes you happy, or where supposedly everything is respected, where everyone is free to do what they want with their lives as long as they don't bother their neighbors. Well, in this free and civilized world, Jesus is the one, the only one who is relegated and no one goes out to march to defend him. It is strange, very strange, but we have to accept it. Jesus' presence in this world, in your life and mine, if sincere and profound, does not pass unnoticed. It doesn't always generate what we'd like it to generate, peace and harmony. It seems that everything is acceptable. Everything has to be tolerated except Jesus, except faith in him. And that's why a mother may worry if her son prays too much. As a mother said to me a few months ago, Father, I am very worried. My son prays on his knees beside his bed. I don't know what's wrong with him. He looks more like a priest. I was thinking to myself, would she worry so much if her child spent his time kneeling in front of a television, in front of a singer, in front of an idol of this passing and deceitful world, dedicating time, effort and money to it? Why is it that being close to Jesus sometimes produces so many worries? Why is it that being close to Jesus produces so much division? You can be fanatical and vicious about anything, but if you are praying a lot, you are fanatical, you are exaggerated, you are pious fool, you are too Catholic. Be careful, too much Jesus will do you harm, seems to be this world's unspoken motto. Is this a recent development? No, it has always been so, ever since Jesus' fire came to earth and enamored some and put others to shame. Jesus came to earth. He is the fire that illuminates and purifies. He is the fire that with its light shows the way of good and brings to light what was dark. Jesus came to bring the peace that comes from the inner struggle we must fight every day by day to love him in a world that doesn't love him, that's indifferent and that often rejects him for being the truth and showing the truth. Jesus is the fire that comes to make us fall in love so that we don't fear the rejection of those who don't yet know him because they reject him or don't love him, not always out of evil, but because they don't really know him yet. Don't worry. It's just that they don't know him. So don't worry if your father, your mother, your son, your son or daughter, your mother-in-law, which is understandable, or your daughter-in-law don't understand you or don't follow the same path. Are you happy with Jesus? That's the question. Ask yourself that question. Are you happy with, with Jesus? Answer to yourself. If you are happy with him, Strive for the peace of heart that comes from loving him and even loving all those who don't love him.
That's the peace that, come, that Jesus comes to bring. May we have a good day and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever. <laughs>